welcome to Hive Mind. This is a pop culture pop-in. I'm here with Emily. Emily, are these the best days of our lives? Um, you know you're gonna fly. These are the best days of our life. Tell me a better intro and don't say cheers because you're wrong. It's the Vanderpump. Oh, it's the best intro. It might be the best song ever recorded. Look, um this is the episode of television that changed everything mm-hmm. for everyone mm-hmm. um I have never been more compelled in my entire life than I was watching this finale okay yep. Yep. when I tell you this show is keeping me going right now here in the last week of school utter chaos in my home I am hanging on to one thing and it is Vanderpump Rules I watched this entire season in three days yeah well great I mean I told Meg this earlier I not to brag I've been a Vanderpumpy I've been pumping along for 10 seasons I probably started I think season three is when I started and I caught up um because I like Lisa Vanderpump but what I said to Meg is just like the footsteps in the sand Vanderpump Rules is carrying you. It comes out when you need it. And it really brings nothing but just like relief and joy. So much joy. I mean, the world is hard and Vanderpump Rules makes it a little bit easier. It really does. Um, It really, truly does. Even though I don't particularly like anybody other than Lisa and Ariana. Uh, Okay, shut your mouth. Who do you like? Who do I like? James. Yeah. Lala. I like okay, them. I, I do like Lala. Bad, I like Lala. I genuinely like them. <laughs> like, I would love to go to dinner with them. Yeah. I take it back. I just do not like the Toms at all. No, like, those no. are man babies. Those are man babies. And they've been, been man babies for 10 seasons. The Tom, I mean, okay, I got to say, though, as a scorned woman once in my life, Katie Maloney has got to be feeling like one billion bucks for because like six years she's been like he's difficult he's not easy to be married to he never takes my side and people are like Katie Maloney and now everyone's like she was right we should have everyone knows Katie Maloney I like a group apology because she was right this man is he sucks they both suck. suck when I googled his age and discovered he was 40 40 years old my jaw was on the floor this man is the most immature person I've ever seen and I think Schwartz is worse than Sandoval and I'll tell you why because Schwartz is still a follower at 40 at least Sandoval is making his own dumb decisions like on his own path and Schwartz is just following that's where I'm like you're even more in my opinion like there's something a little more pathetic about Schwartz because it's like he like should know better than to just like blindly follow a grown man with a pencil thin mustache. He should and know he's, better. He's just got this pick me energy that I do not care for. No, but people were always like, Katie's so mean. He's a battered husband. And now everyone's like, oh no, like Tom Schwartz like is so annoying. Pick me, big pick me girl energy. Doesn't know how to have an adult conversation. Did you see in the season? We're just recapping season now, right? Did yeah. you see in the season when he sent Ariana? Okay, by the way, is it Ariana or is it Ariana? Because everyone says a different Meg. Every I, person isn't says it a different Ariana. I thought it was Ariana. I swear everyone says it. Oh, I say Ariana. That's how I want to pronounce it. I think it's because that's how Lisa says it. Me too. And I want to do whatever Lisa's doing. And I don't yeah. care if she's bad. I want to be her. 
Why would Lisa be bad? Well, she's a controversial housewife. Not as in people don't enjoy her. We do. But um, she's like a master manipulator, which I enjoy. I don't watch housewives to watch good people making great decisions. I watch housewives to like the drama and entertainment. So, but Lisa Vanderpump Rules is infallible. She does nothing wrong. Who, I mean, who is she manipulating? Like the other rich women in Beverly Hills? Ding, ding, ding. So fine. Who cares? That's how I feel. And she has an animal rescue. And I just got to say, I think that means she's like probably the best person out of all of them. Was truly heartbroken when Rosé died. Truly. Yeah, that was tough. Did you see when Velvet, when she got Velvet, the new little horse? I remember in tears when she said, I know it's not Rosé, but it's a new friend. Yes. It's tough. It's tough when Lisa's pets die. Um, Anyway, I, Ariana is great love her love her energy here for her i didn't love how much she was sticking up for raquel all season and turns out i was right to feel that way because for me there's nothing redeemable about raquel other than she is truly the greatest villain we've ever had so you didn't like her from the from the get no 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 okay why not like raquel because when she came on the scene dating dj james kennedy so that was her intro to the show. She was dating yes. James. Okay. She was dating DJ James Kennedy. So that's how she got on the show. She had long hair back then, Meg. And um, I'm sorry, quick, quick sidebar. Did you ever watch her talent show for her beauty pageants? <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Well, you only get half the story then because it was um, her. She brought a surfboard out. She pretended to lay on it and pretended to get up on a surfboard on a stage. No. Yes. In a wetsuit no yeah it's all real anyway so she got hot on the scene I mean for half a minute I felt bad for Raquel because Lala ate Raquel for dinner every single (laughs) episode like Raquel was getting annihilated by Lala and like I still always agreed with Lala is my favorite I don't care who knows Lala is whip smart Lala is a freaking genius Lala is truly living her destiny this is her purpose she was always meant to be a reality star and i hope truly i hope she's a millionaire she is the best best part of that show bar none i don't care is she always the number one star no is she always the center of the drama no is she always the best part yes absolutely she is so freaking quick she is quick i would not want to get in an argument with lala and i think i'm a quick rebuttaler I would get she would destroy me she is smart she is perfectly hilariously articulate while also being hilariously like um, mean yeah she's mean she's real mean but she's so smart on how she's mean it's like well I'm forced to respect it and she's I mean granted I've seen only one Lala season but she seems very loyal she is. She is very loyal. It resonates with me. I mean, here's the thing. Lala gets controversial because she's like, I mean, the word on the street is right. She had this old fiance, Randall, yeah. and she, she apparently he cheated with Lala. And so then later everyone's like, well, she cheats too. So why is she so mad? So people, that's the only thing they want to bring up with Lala. But the best part about it is Lala doesn't care. She's like, so what? I don't care. Yeah, that was true. But it wasn't my best friend. I didn't know his wife. I didn't know her any loyalties. She wasn't my friend. Like, that's where I'm like, does she have 
interesting lines, sure, but she's got them and she doesn't cross them. I saw a photo of Randall. Oh, Randall. And I legitimately thought it was that guy from 90 Day Fiance. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had the no neck. No neck man. Yeah, well, Randall's not much better. Okay, I will say this. Randall's rich, so keep that in mind. Randall, like, and Lala had a podcast for a minute, and it was kind of funny. Like, they were pretty funny together. Like, Randall could be funny, of course. Because do you think Lala is going to actually be able to spend any, all of her time with someone who's not at least a little entertaining. So Randall had moments where he was very funny. Okay. Um, so I'll give him that. Like, I think that's why, like, you know, Lala and James Kennedy get along. Like, James Kennedy, is he rude? Absolutely. Is he mature? A hundred percent. Is he also very quick and hilarious? Yeah, you bet your buddy is. He's, yeah, he's, like, he's the chaos agent this show absolutely needs to thrive. Ah, he is critical. He and Lala together... The two best one-two tag team back again combo on TV. I love it. Um, Raquel, absolutely the best villain we've ever had. I've never, like, do you remember reading Harry Potter and you hated Umbridge so much because it was so believably, like, you know when someone's so bad, like, okay, let's just take, like, the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Like, the bad person is literally the devil. Like, there's no levels there, right? It's like, oh, they're the worst. Okay, so that's the worst person you can think of. But when the villain has, like, these levels, like, umbrage, there was a level. Like, she's power hungry. She's probably overlooked because she's a little, like, tiny female. She does, like, she's, like, very maniacal. Like, those kind of villains are the best kind of villains and Raquel out villains them all because she pretended like she was her friend Meg and what's wild is there were a lot of moments in the season where I felt bad for Raquel like when she goes and apologizes to Lala at the birthday party after oh. the whole Oliver fiasco I was like wow this is so rare on reality tv to see someone admit that they were wrong and give a genuine apology right she didn't mean it she didn't mean it and her apology, and then she quickly followed her apology up by calling Lala Bimbo, which I was like, mirror. Yeah, but she just, she was so good at putting on that act that even me knowing the the end from the beginning, I was like buying into it at points. Yep. Well, that's the thing is like, and that is what I will say. Have I all, have I liked Raquel ever? No. Have I felt bad for Raquel? absolutely yes like there are many times I have felt bad for Raquel um I loved watching some of these episodes knowing what a villain she is though because it just really let me enjoy how mean Lala was without having any moral complications like Lala when she when when Raquel like an idiot like this also sorry this girl's an idiot like she makes decisions and I'm like this has got to be one of the dumbest things I've like you're gonna actually go up to Katie Maloney at her party in front of her mom and stick up for her ex-husband because you're getting yeah. close to being his friend like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard and I the thing I loved about the whole interaction was Lala is not getting up and yelling she's just going why just be done with this Katie this is stupid be done with this like there's such a cold she's cold burst cold as ice and I love it like Lala will get heated but when she is laid back and still mean it's my favorite I love it I want to be your best friend we're both from Utah yeah uh Lauren from Utah I love it when she calls herself that the 801 tattoo I'm very into it 
Me too. I think I hate it, but I want it. No, I, I love it. Um, I will say there are moments when I'm watching The Real Housewives, any city where I'm like, wow, this is a storyline that a producer has fed them and they are reacting to it. When I am watching Vanderpump Rules, I forget that I am watching a show. Like, I forget that there is a camera crew in the room with these people. They all seem so authentic and so really responding to things in their real lives happening especially after you sent me those clips of tom sandoval trying to act i'm like he is such a bad actor that Gosh. what we're seeing has to be 100 real and i feel that about all of them such a bad and that is the, and that's like i still the thing i like about vanderpump rules is this is still a show where they don't have there hasn't been this shift in them yet of like, we got to be careful not to ruin our public image. Mm-hmm. Like Stassi, Kristen, Jax, a bunch of them got kicked off the show for various personal things. Um, and they probably deserve to be, but that doesn't stop the rest of these people from still being like, just putting it out there. They're really putting it out there. But that's the thing that's so hilarious, too, is because there's such a delusion with them. Like, Tom Sandoval really thinks we're going to take his side because he's 40. And he woke up and was like, is this the rest of my life? Like, there's no, like, in what universe did he think people were going to be like, oh, yeah, I feel you. So let's let's talk about it. I mean, let's. The Sandoval of it all, man. Yeah, you so talk about it? What was it? Was it March when this broke the Internet? The news broke in March, not Women History Month. Remember, everyone was like, not during Women's History Month, Tom <laughs> Sandoval. It was like March 3rd, like March had just started and it broke. So you had, you did an explainer for this podcast. And I remember you saying a few things. And one of them was that Ariana always had Raquel's back. Always. And I don't think I understood the significance of that until watching this season. And watching her time and again stick up for Raquel in a situation where it would have been really easy to not defend Raquel. Like, she truly was ride or die for Raquel and a genuine friend to her. A hundred percent. That's the thing. And she wasn't, like, performative being a nice person to Raquel. She was being a genuinely nice person supportive friend of Raquel when Raquel again and I can't stress this enough is an idiot she makes dumb decisions Meg she makes really dumb decisions and Raquel did not deserve her support anyway even besides the cheating I felt like someone should have been hey Raquel you're making some dumb decisions but Ariana was like that's not what she needs to hear she hears that from Lala every second so I'm just gonna be a kind person to her she was a kind person to her and the thing that cringes me the most is there's so many parts in the season where tom's like getting into raquel's like and ariana will be like you're so weird stop doing that to her almost like trying to be like don't put her in an awkward position yeah what was the most cringe to me too was how many times people this season said wow raquel's really coming into her own And she would say things like, I just really feel like I'm figuring out who I am and becoming the person I'm supposed to be. When Ariana gives her epic breakup speech to Tom. uh, So good. Poetry. No, our uh, screenwriter could not have done a better job. I bet someone helped her. Great. Good job. Whoever helped her because it was the most amazing. It was amazing. Truly 
really blown away but she says this is a woman who is looking for her identity in men and that is so 100% accurate to what we saw from her all season she was just looking for validation from the men in her life and it was just so so gross it was so gross yeah I mean Ariana calls her disgusting on repeat and that's the right word. Um, remember when Ariana's like, you are nothing. And I want you to feel that in your soul from the woman who loved you. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, it's amazing. She got that. She did it. And so she got good. that. She got her redemption there for me. Um, yeah, Raquel, knowing she's cheating on her best friend's boyfriend with him life partner even is like I think it's important when Ariana's like you were my life partner nine years nine years weren't married, a right? long time no they weren't married and that's been that's been other storylines from other seasons where like Ariana's like I don't want kids and Tom was like I won't want I want kids that's why it was like a big deal when Ariana's like I was like gonna get my eggs frozen so that he would always have the chance I was trying to get his sperm like she really did not she made it very clear she didn't want kids he made it clear he he wanted the option and she compromised with him and that's the thing that's like such a killer is this woman really did try very hard to make a relationship work with this grade a moron and when she was like, we met when you were wearing skinny boots and combat, like skinny jeans and combat boots, you didn't have any money. And I was there for you. I, and now you got a little money, you got your little band and like uh, someone wants to pay you attention and you're like, great, I'm going to do it. Uh, I was like, so brutal. it's just a classic like midlife cry. This is a classic. Listen, the story isn't new. It's a classic story. It's new how it got played out here, especially because when I hear like midlife crisis has an affair, I think like my friend's dad, who's like really old. And it's like, no, this is like someone my own age with someone 13 years younger than him in the weirdest way. And like Ariana's like, she's, she's it. She's a full package. She's smart. I know I called her a horse girl. I stick by that. She is, but she's smart. She's kind. She seems genuinely caring to the people who like her, really like her. The fact that after this entire season, Sheena, Katie, Lala, all of them can get together and be there because they all love like Ariana that much. I think it says a lot about her because Katie and Sheena were done. And now they're like, we don't even care about what we were mad about anymore. Like all we care about is supporting Ariana. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I... One of the most tragic things watching this was how delusional Tom Sandoval is thinking that this crisis is unique to him, that he's the first man to ever be in a relationship that's 10 years in and maybe hitting a rough patch. The way he thought he was a victim for that and in a situation he needed to escape and was too uh immature and cowardly to escape it the right way truly astounding like watching him try and explain himself it was like have you have you never heard of a midlife crisis 
Oh, yeah. And the other thing is, and I need to send you some videos because there are some like Bravo sleuths out there who have compiled videos of Tom Sandoval saying these exact same phrases that he said to Ariana. Like, she hates my very presence. Like, he said that about Kristen. Like, we have heard all of this from Tom before in a way of like, he's destructive with the most victim personality I've ever seen. It's pretty unbelievable. There's always pens. I'm the one who puts the pens. I mean, the things that he thinks matters when it's like, and then he says to Sheena, like he's cheated more than once. It's not just Raquel. There's at least two other times that he cheated on Ariana. And like, what about those times? You were only like 34 then. You weren't 40. So like, how do you explain that away? That my favorite part of all the episodes with the finale is when he walks into Tom Short's apartment and Tom Short's goes, Tom, this is not good. This is you're the most reviled man. This is not good. And it's like, yeah, it's not good. Your friend's a sleaze bag. It's not good. You're right. You're right. My favorite part is when Tom comes to talk to um Ariana, Ariana when all the women are gathered and he he says the phrase I'm not trying to make excuses or something stupid which clearly means he's trying to and he talks about how hard this has been for his business and she is not having it and she says yeah he ruined your business yeah you partnered with a bad guy he has ruined your business what did he think was going to happen the way she is refusing to feel even a little bit bad of any of this is so admirable it's the best and even when he comes over and he's like well it has been great and lala's like yeah we're trying to ruin your business like they are unrepentive as they should be and it is like yeah you picked a bad person to do business with like what do you want us to do about it and the thing is what he wants you to do about it is feel really bad for him but yeah that's his whole thing and he sucks they both suck so it bad sucks suck word on the street so the speculation was as everyone knows raquel went to a wellness center a mental health wellness center post reunion um and to my great embarrassment she's been in tucson and i was in tucson meg and i didn't even try to look for her oh my gosh no i hate myself and then last week word came around that everyone's like no raquel's pregnant that's why she's in the wellness center is because like she's absolutely pregnant she's staying with her grandma she's not in a wellness center and then this week it was like oh tom has a new girlfriend her name's like I think Haley. She's an influencer from Texas, right? Yes. And she's a single mom, which uh, I can probably he's not going to be a good stepdad. What a mess. What a mess. Is Raquel actually pregnant? I don't know. Do we all love the drama? A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And look, I don't think anyone should get death threats. I don't think that anyone should, you know, I understand how hard this must be on Raquel and her mental health and Tom, but they're on a TV show. They're, they signed up to live in the public eye and then they did a really stupid thing in the public eye. And so my sympathy only extends so far, right? Oh, and the thing is too, while we're at it, remember that? awful scene with banana hair clip Raquel and Tom in her apartment 
and like she doesn't seem that sorry she's just like well that didn't go well well that really turned up didn't it like she's not devastated that she ruined someone's life she's mostly just kind of like whoops like sorry i got caught sorry we i mean we could have done that better and then the best part is when he said well my family loves you and she goes i love you too and he said i said they love you but yeah, I love you too. I mean, it's just all so embarrassing for her and she should be more embarrassed and she's not. She doesn't seem, and I, get, I agree, no one should, no one deserves death threats from people that don't even like, they're not involved in the situation. And Ariana doesn't even want you to give her death threats. She's fine. She just wants you to buy her sandwiches. That's the best revenge you could do. Those sandwiches so, look good. They did. So it's like, you don't need to send like art. Like, I don't think Raquel deserves that, but she doesn't seem that upset about the situation period no which is concerning uh very uh so that's what's happening now um what's happening next is we will have a reunion it starts tonight Megan and I are in the edge of our seats uh we could obviously talk about that and then the other thing is selling sunset just came out woo woo we will be doing an episode about that. Uh, there's really not much else in the pop culture world to go over this week. Megan and Harry maybe exaggerated the extent to which the paparazzi were chasing them in a car. Glad everybody's safe. Um, uh, my advice for Megan and Harry is maybe just just cool it for a minute. Like maybe just maybe just stay in. Where are they? Montecito. Montecito. My advice to Megan and Harry is. We don't, we're, we, we're not forgetting about you. Don't worry. Yeah, we, as much as we would like to. Um, yeah, we are not. So that's what we'll do next week. Probably selling Sunset because Meg and I will want to talk about it the next time we get together. Yeah. So I'm out next week, um, but we'll be back in two weeks. We are right now going to record a bonus episode on episode two of Queen Charlotte on Netflix which got real steamy. So subscribe to the bonus feed for that. Um, we'll also talk more about the VPR reunion uh, after the third episode. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>